you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And I'm drinking eggnog because they are selling it for some reason now. Christmas comes earlier and earlier every year. Okay, see, I thought the point of Halloween was that it stops Christmas from uh, encroaching on summer's territory. It could. It could. And yet here I am with the nog. So... It's just happening. Uh, yeah. So um, there's not really anything to talk about Vanguard wise because not a lot of reveals. There's a, you know, fighters rules coming out on November 3rd. So well, I can't wait for them to give us JP's ban list with no other changes. I keep. What even was JP's ban list? Uh, they unbanned the cards for Eva and Chronojet, and then banned cards for Willista and Gondiva. Nice. Which, fine, I guess. Um, and that's for standard, right? It's not even, like, for Mill Ista or whatever it's called it for nope. premium. But... Well, yeah. Assuming we just get the shittiest ban list humanly imaginable for however many times it's been now. Mm-hmm. Uh... We will probably just get the JP list with no other changes and have fun not playing any real games. Okay. Um, and I don't know. The they're all they're revealing uh, Shiranui and Luard stuff, which like mm-hmm. you know, I I don't feel like going over every individual card a because we probably will do that later, but. Um, at least they did the crest right this time, I think. Less uh, less fuckery with the like every stride um, stacks for power. No, the crests still do that. It's just the strides themselves don't scale power. Sorry, pulling it up as I'm doing that. Yeah, right. Because they still need like uh, a way to like not copy persona right, but just kind of fill that space and then. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because I was thinking of like Fate Rider doing Fate Rider stuff, and then now that's not really much of a problem. Um, I I don't know. The, every, everything looks pretty much on the up and up so far. I mean, the, we should probably actually read some of the cards. Oh my god. Fine. All right. So uh, okay. So the discuss anything when you don't know what any of the cards do. Yeah. I mean. So, ride line stuff aside, right? Where it's like, okay, if you rode on top of, you know, Madoy, the uh, the Nubatama starter, draw one, you get the press, like fucking all of them do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, the Shiranui crest, same thing. Um, you can stride, can't ride anything other than Shiranui. Your Shiranui becomes a 13k base. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. If you have a grade three or greater Shiranui, all your front row units get 5k for each face up in G zone. Dominate units don't get the power increase. Something to 
note there. And then during your turn, all units that you dominate and all of your uh, opponent's units that are placed this turn by your card abilities lose all of their continuous auto abilities and get plus 5k just flat. So that's what I was thinking of, where like it doesn't, you know, yeah, get, get out, yeah, get out of control. And also, they they took care of a problem that Dominate had back in Giro, which was like, okay, they still have their abilities, or your opponent can like you make your opponent call something from drop, and they're like, I'm gonna call this thing, and then have this online or do this thing. Now it's just like, nah, it's still drain. Um, uh, this also just resolves any stupid ruling issues mm-hmm. because you know now you don't have to think about like okay so when i like dominate and the card has like an on attack ability how am i evaluating how this ability works like no it just doesn't have an ability mm-hmm. yeah because like the way it worked before was like dominated units were technically yours the dominate players during mm-hmm. the domination mm-hmm. and then once the attack is over it goes back to the opponent's ownership yeah um, which, you know, on paper seems fine, but A, people are stupid, and B, there were still, like, ruins problems within that, so. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a lot easier to just say there are no abilities. Uh-huh. It's just uh, multi-attack but kinkier, as uh, somebody from our Discord yeah. put it. Also, an important thing to note is that when the the Shiranui Crest, at least for the Japanese version, specifically only counts, like, Obero and, like, the third form, I think that one was Zanki. I don't remember its name. I think so. Which was also translated differently in English because... Oh, interesting. Yeah, because it's like Demon Stealth Dragon Shiranui Obero or, or something, right? Uh-huh. And then uh, Zanki was like Blazing Demonic Stealth Dragon, which is a different wording. <laughs> because... Yeah. Thank... So we are now in this place where the Japanese version of their names have the same kanji. So it's supposed to work with both Obero and Zanki. And they're ignoring the original Shiranui because we're all just trying to pretend that the discard mechanic doesn't exist. Uh, But the way it's been translated in English currently is that you can't use Zanki because it's not demon stealth dragon. It's demonic stealth dragon. I love translations. Demonic Stealth Dragon Shiranui Zonki yeah. versus Demon Stealth Dragon. Okay, yeah. Yes. What's well, fun? <laughs> it's not Jim, it's James. All right? <laughs> Just so fucking stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm curious how they're going to resolve it because... They specifically did not make it work with any Shiranui name because they don't want you writing the original Stealth Dragon Shiranui. Right. <laughs> Going back to that crest. Uh, also, apparently, Stealth yeah. Dragon Shiranui is going to be in the set as a retrain. Really? Uh, yeah, so uh, according to the preview for next Tuesday, they're going to reveal Stealth Dragon Shiranui and some other like stealth cards. Wild. Okay. Which, like, for Chrono Jet and Messiah, they were their own TDs, and now... Oh. No, it's not that. It, because, like, Messiah... Like, Chrono Jet, you can use it with any form of Chrono Jet, right? Like, Chrono Jet G, Chrono Jet Z, same thing for Messiah. Uh, but they are specifically trying to exclude the original Stealth Dragon Shiranui, 
both because they really do not want you playing the discard mechanic, but also in this case, it looks like they are retraining it for the set. Mm-hmm. So, like, they are intentionally locking it to only the dominate Shirinui's. It's just this weird translation error between, like, English and Japanese, kind of like what happened with Heroes, where in Japanese, the hero name had two different kanjis between, like, Cosmic Heroes and the Galactic Heroes and Standard. But, mm-hmm. like, we just had it all as the same word, so they had to errata all of their names to be Galactic B Hero, so you couldn't use it with Cosmic Heroes. Now, normally, at least in, in Overdress, right, because I'm looking at the mm-hmm. Messiah crest. In, in yeah. And, you know, it's saying, you know, confer- on grade three or greater units without M- Messiah, not Alter Ego Messiah or whatever the thing mm-hmm. is. So, mm-hmm. normally this is solved by in overdress them just being like okay well need need that uh that d in the bottom left corner um they're specifically making a note of that for premium right we're like okay you can use the crest in premium if you Mm -hmm. choose to but also no no regular uh you know shiranui but like well would people care that much i mean i certainly like i like I said, they are retraining yeah. Shiranui in this set. Like it mm-hmm. seems like they are intentionally carving out the original Stealth Dragon Shiranui because they don't want you to play it mm-hmm. as which like your a, main vanguard. Which is a shame because I really liked the, like the dominate mechanic and like the whole aesthetic yeah. of like taking control of your opponent's stuff and, and mm-hmm. just. Oh yeah, but the original one didn't do that. It was a discard no, focused no, card. Yeah, because well. Nubatama, we've talked about it on the show before, where Nubatama was a mistake way back at the beginning of Vanguard's history. And then they made Murakumo as a way to try and fix that mistake. And, they were, they're, and then they went back to it later and they're like, you know what? Fine. We can try and do the hand control thing. And then after that, they just kind of left it alone and before eventually figuring out the dominate idea, among other things. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just been one giant, like, clusterfuck of a clan, (laughs) Murakumo included, because them being like, okay, it's the Shadow Clone thing, then we're going back to the, like, the stuff with the, uh, or what's his name? Zanbaku, right? Yeah. That stuff, like, left and right arrester, and just, like, it it was all over the place. Yeah, but Murakumo, like, eventually stabilized back into just being a cloning deck. Yeah, and even then, they were just like, all right, we're not giving you any functional G-guards, and then we're going to make Matt uh, struggle for however long, what, like a year and a half? Yeah, they were not about to print any functional G-guards for that fucking clan. And mm-hmm. then, like, even now with History Collection, people are like, oh my god, it's happening. Uh Shiryuki, we it, it's gonna be good post history collection, and still uh, loses to Hanali. Han loses to Hanali. <laughs> Just you poor, <laughs> you poor bastards. I mean, yeah. they had their time with fucking Nue Dio. Mm-hmm. Mm. Good point. That is a good point. Um, so oh, the all Murakumo needed to be good was to have a card that probably should never have existed. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. I, I'm pretty sure you said this, Matt, but the thing where if you have like a shitty base of support, the only way to make a, a clan, an archetype, whatever, good is to give it like broken stuff. Yeah. 
And they did do that for better or worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So, Genkai, the what was that? The old uh, Glimmer clone? No. For Dominate back in the uh, back in Giera, right? Let me see. I uh, it wasn't. No. Or no, it was. Uh, it's not a glimmer clone in the traditional sense. It has the same cost, but instead of being on place, it was like when a dominated unit attacks, you pay the glimmer cost of Counter Blast, Soul Blast to draw a card, and it gets two oh, K. Okay. That's mm. what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, if you do okay, so when Rotopon by Shiranui, call it to rear. If you use Soul Charge, choose a unit card from your opponent's drop zone, calls it to rear. So again, with the the crests, you just get something. Uh, you know, vanilla. And then when something attacks, counterblast one, it gets 10k, and then this unit gets boost until end of turn. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Weird that it gives itself boost for for no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a shame that that's like, you only get the call from drop when ridden upon. It'd be kind of cool if it was just called anywhere. Um, but I guess that's on purpose. I mean, I guess, like, the way it works out, you kind of don't need it, because, like, you just need Obero to call the one thing, and then, as of right now, there's no way to dominate multiple units at the same time, so you just, like, dominate it, attack, and then you'll dominate it with a different thing and attack. True. Um, let's see, Magutembu, the stride, um, act once per turn, counterblast turn, something face up. Dominate uh, an opponent's rear guard as standing and then attack and then kill it at the end of battle. Cool. Yeah. It's weird that they decided now suddenly to stop like scaling the first strides. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Fate Rider scaled with every face up and Amnesty Messiah scaled with uh, every card you unlock. So it's weird that now all of a sudden they decided, like, you know what? Actually, we're not going to scale power for this. What's the, the, it's like a Shiranui, is it Obor? No, uh, Shiranui. Rene? No, the one that attacks the opponent's whole board, like takes their vanguard. Oh, um, uh, Mukuro. Mukuro, thank you. Um, that might be something that stacks, right? I mean, well, it depends on what they're going to do with it, because mm-hmm. if it's Mukuro specifically, they might just do the dominating vanguard again. Mm-hmm. Because that one was like, yeah, dominate your opponent's vanguard, battles all of your opponent's drive check, and then you drive check from your own deck. So yeah, it's like, if they stick with that idea of it, like attacking your uh, dominating vanguard and attacking your opponent's entire board, uh, then it's kind of weird that like Mog and Tenbu decide not to like scale. Like, I guess they kind of learned their lesson because, like, if you watch people playing with the other stride decks, they, like, rarely use the other strides. They always just go into, like, Fate Rider or Amnesty Messiah because it's usually just stronger. Yeah. So it's like, maybe they want to actually... Like, I don't know if it's just, like, a balancing thing or is, like... uh, No, they, like, kind of learned the lesson and they want you to, like, use the other strides. So they're just going to make the first strides worse. What do you guys think of uh, 
like Bougerot or any other company where they'll like learn their lesson and it then end up doing like unequivocally worse than their uh, thing they learned their lesson from. Um, and it's like, so then what? Like, like yeah. you just made something like, why, why wouldn't you just play Chrono Jet or Messiah? I mean, I will say one thing about uh, Dominate is that it seems like they are also accounting for the fact that you have access or access to Esper Arida. Hmm. So, like, by default, you're making five attacks, right? And then yes. with X with Esper Arida, which I believe they were pushing as, like, a thing you can use with this deck, uh, you can get, like, six up to seven attacks. So they could have all... It's, like, somewhat justified that this is weaker, where it's like, okay, the, none of the power gains from, like, your crest will scale to... Uh, your dominated units, right? So none of the face-up cards, they just kind of get the flat 5k. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, and so, like, the dominate numbers themselves look like they're kind of weak, right? Because, like, 5 plus the 4 from Obero is 9. You know, you can get, like, 15 if you use Genkai, but Genkai also costs a counterblast, and how much counterblast are you able to spend in a given turn? So, you know, your power will range heavily between 5, 15, maybe 19, if there's a reason for you to stack Obero and Genkai together mm-hmm. as, like, realistic numbers that you will see in an average game. And it's like, okay, well, only the 19k is really hitting over a trigger. Everything else is, like, maybe around, like, 25. They can get up to 28 if they manage to nab a grade 3. But then that also means you have to, like, have a grade three available and be able to dominate it so it's like inconsistent mm-hmm. so it seems like the dominate numbers are going to be a bit smaller but all but also you can make more attacks right like five by default six seven with esper arida mm-hmm. it's just it's kind of weird that they decided now was the time that they were going to start balancing that because we already have a bunch of multi-attack decks that have huge numbers right like, Messiah can make five attacks and typically gets, like, 30k columns first stride. Yeah. So, yeah, like... Like, I kind of get it. It is making a lot of attacks, and it seems like they're actually trying to balance it. Like, uh, Leonorn was kind of the same way, where you don't get Persona Ride when you go- first go into Vivas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, which I think is how it should be, right? Like, if you make more attacks, then... You should they should be for like smaller numbers, both to like even out how many cards are needed to guard, but also, you know, a potential weakness in like defensive triggers. Right. And like at the time of uh this when this comes out, this for us it's like what, February, I think. Mm-hmm. Um we'll we'll be it will be the first thing since like this big kind of three deck format three four deck format so is it going to be enough to shake that up or is it just going to be like a no wait (laughs) you know a fart in the wind of a of a deck yeah uh hard to say we'll see uh the other thing i noticed about shiranu is like as of right now we don't see a lot of draw power unless you decide to run arcs Mm, yeah a little awkward um and like again, there, there's like more 
um, overdress stuff, and it, and it just turns into why not just run overdress, which is halfway decent. Um, yeah. Because I think like right now people are just kind of formulating like playing a bunch of overdress searchers to have access to Esper or Ida. Mm-hmm. It's funny now. Now Bushi has to just constantly be of have that on their radar, um, and it begs the question of whether they're going to do either do something about it or just be like, "All right, this is something we have to consider." I mean, um, I mean, really, it just depends on like what the other stealth units does. Like, if you have a right. way to accrue card advantage, then people will probably just play Esper or Rida for the extra restand. Yeah. And then, you know, play the other good utility cards to not die. If I need them, they're around. <laughs> um, yeah. Why don't we look at Luard? Because uh, Luard also got a little bit of little leaks, set of leaks. So They revealed a lot more Luard <laughs> cards. Yeah. So starting off feel, with... I uh, feel like there may be just be a little bit of bias here. Well, yeah. Um so preservation angel grade one uh if you're at ritual three gets intercept and shield plus 10k which means luard's endemic problem sorry shield plus 5k for a total of 10k apologies um luard's endemic problem of having to run a lot of grade ones which leads to uh weakened either front row or intercepting um partially remedied partially by this um let's see Ezras comes back the pg that is unfortunately not as good as the uh the g version it's like your normal ass pg yeah. hard to mm-hmm. top the original i know so the fact that it's still run in premium to this day is uh indication enough um mm-hmm. let's see solemn cloud dragon gv2 Grade three. If it's just the at, plus ten k grade yeah. three that draws when you discard it. Thank you. Uh, Lum- luminosity, luminosity yeah. wizard. Uh, so, go ahead. Like ritual three on play uh, gets ten k when it's retired from rearguard circle during your turn. If you have the luard crest, you may soul charge and give your vanguard five k. Okay. I think it's luminosity. Luminosity, mm-hmm. like. A city of luminas from uh, Lightsport. Yeah. Okay. It's like Hydro City from Sonic. There you go. <laughs> Hydro city. This is a, this is a whole argument, by the way. <laughs> uh, Let's yeah. see. Uh, we have Drag Driver, which is like uh, auto ritual three uh, on attack counterblast one. Flip up a card. Uh, search your deck for any card with the ritual ability. Call it and shuffle again. Weird that they decided now was the time that they were going to stop making all of the cards scale. Yeah, definitely. Um, this So this is the way to get you a fourth attack in Luard. Mm-hmm. Um, it is tied to the ritual ability. And also, for the people who have either been here for the entirety of the time before these two became regulars, or uh, just if you want to go back and uh, go find the GBT09 set review, uh, we ripped into this thing's ass the first time uh, it came out because it, it was, was on, bad. Yeah, it was terrible. On stride, you called, uh, I think it was either a grade one or something with ritual. Um, it was a grade one. Okay, yeah. 
Uh, you, uh, you called grade ones equal to the number of drag drivers face up. And then they got 1k for each grade one in your drop zone. Yes. Now, what they would do in the anime was this would be uh, Kazuma's stride like almost every time mm-hmm. in the early uh, parts of his appearances because he would like call a one from deck and then use Luard's on stride stool to call two things. Aho. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, this is a lot better, A, for the multi-attack, and B, as you so uh, wonderfully pointed out on Twitter, Ribberry, you can use this to get five attacks in premium by calling Dagda, because it can call any card with Ritual. Yeah, I mean, I assume like Morfessa was going to be a fifth attack anyways. Every other version of Morfessa so far has made an extra attack. That's true. What was the original, like, on hit, get, get something, <clears throat> right? Yeah, on hit, call a grade one, it gets 5k, I think. Yeah, and then... No, uh, it was... On attack, it gets 5k, and then on hit, you can call a grade one from your deck. Natch. So, yeah, this thing is just a straight-up improvement from his uh, original um, iteration. So, the Lured Crest, uh, aside from the normal things, during your turn, if you have a grade three or greater Lured, all of your front row units get plus 5k. That's the same thing. Okay. Um, uh, it's the thing that's relevant is at the end of the turn, if you strode without paying the cost, so you use Luard's ability, uh, you can recycle a critical trigger from your drop zone and put it at the bottom of your deck. Okay. Cool. Um, this thing, this next one is, uh, kind of innocuous, but I, I, I think it does a lot for Luard. Uh, Drag Wizard Leofall, um... Aside from being wrote upon, you soul blast and drop. That's not what I care about. Uh, in drop ritual three, when your grade four unit with Luard is placed on van, you can discard a card and call this to rear, um, which seems kind of like a nothing ability. But the fact this that is you worse, can... Maple. Wait, Maple. Oh yeah. right, because yeah, Ma- you know Maple also works when you stride, right? Yes. But yeah, no, Leofel is like not that impressive. Like, I feel like if you were going to run it main deck, you could just play Maple instead. Yeah. Although you also don't have to um, search Maple. This is part of your ride ride line. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So the thing you would actually do is, like, you would use its own ability to Soul Blast itself, so it's there. But, like, if you were considering playing more copies in the deck, the only reason you would is it's, like, searchable by Drag Driver. But I don't think you would be searching this card. Mm-hmm. But also, Maple is just searchable by Luard himself. Um, uh, no, the grade three. two Maple, not the grade one. Oh, oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about the grade one. No, the grade one doesn't work at all. You need to Persona Ride for that. Oh, right. Um, I'm I'm talking about the grade two Maple, which is like when your grade three or greater Vanguard is placed during your ride phase. Got it. And. That does count striding, because it is a grade 3 or greater vanguard, and Mm -hmm. it is still being placed during the ride phase. Yep, because the stride step stride phase is still part of the ride phase for some reason. So, the the thing that might justify Leofail is, like, the discard can be used as a way to get Ritual, but you need to already be at Ritual 3 for that to even work. Mm -hmm. A way to keep Ritual, maybe? Um. Yeah. Like, could be a way of keeping Ritual for, by, like, discarding a grade one. And 
Yeah, I think that was the only thing. Oh, and you can have more than one copy of Leah Fail if for any reason you wanted to call multiples. Yeah. I mostly just like it because it's there if you need it. Like, just mm -hmm. outright but yeah. by, by virtue of being the ride line. I also like how they go, cards to look out for over Brilsing Lord. Painkiller Angel, uh, Celadon, the the cat, and uh, Dindrain <laughs> as convenient generics to have access to. Yeah. Uh, Dindrain <laughs> is just easy countercharging. Also, could be a way for you to just recycle units if you're like running low. Because mm -hmm. she can, because she can like put something back and restand. Is that tied to Ezel? I don't think so. Um, the countercharge is not, but I think the other thing is tied to Ezel. Uh, yeah, it is. Okay, yeah, the second well. part is, but the Soul Blast 2 counter charge is like generic. Yeah. But like that, so that plus Painkiller Angel plus like just seems like a, a a soul problem. That's assuming you do all of them at once, which I don't recommend. Uh, you probably won't. Hmm. But yeah. Probably, probably Painkiller Angel is like a better example of generics to run. Cat 2. Mm -hmm. Um,. So, yeah, th that's what we got so far. Um, Matt, you went to a fighting game tournament this last I week. I sure did. How'd it go? Uh, I did terribly, but it was fun. What character did you play? I played um, three characters, actually, because that's the oh. way this game works. I In KOF 15, I played um, King, Luong, and Hydern. King is like a zoner firewall character. But her normals are kind of short. Luong okay. is like um mix-up character where you try to like you just like stay in your opponent's face, but her defense is kind of bad. So once you kind of get on the back foot, it's it's difficult. And then um a Hydern is like a another zoner type character, but uh he uh he does big damage and has like a nice cross up and stuff. So you kind of have to play them a little more aggressively because you can't play like Zoner characters and King of Fighters like you can in like uh, other fighting games where you just kind of hang back because the uh, movement's really really powerful in the game. Oh, like is everybody just like really fast and they get near? Well, uh, it has hops, oh. so like you you have like really quick air movement that's pretty unreactable. Mm. So you kind of have to you kind of and you know your opponent has that so. You have to like adapt yourself. Yeah. You can't just kind of like, you know, willy nilly it. Mm -hmm. What's, uh, what did your record end up being? If you don't mind me asking. One and two. Okay. Yeah, it'd be like that. Happens. Did you have a good trip at least? I did. It's good. Um, yeah, I, uh, I haven't like, taken a trip in a while like as a mm -hmm. a concept um i know rv's coming down for bcs like you did last yeah. year i'm cer certainly planning to still need to like book a flight mm -hmm. um should be a lot better sleeping situation wise because we have the futon now mm -hmm. as opposed to trying to cram onto the couch right yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know. Then, then it's time 
for my wedding in January. <laughs> Dear Lord, and then I have to fly my ass now? back down. Yeah. <laughs> See, Matt, That's you true. just need to show up at the wedding with your beard shaved off. Uh huh. Uh, well, and his head shaved off, shaved off so he can scare me again. That's the. Oh yeah. That's yeah, the yeah, play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll try my best. Should be a good time. Like we're you know we're all expecting you not to be there. Then suddenly this like shaved man, large shaved man, just appears in the doorway. That'd be funny. You you and uh, uh, Dino from my co-host from Generation Dan, just. The best crossover episode. <laughs> What's uh, what else has been up otherwise this week? Uh, not too much. Just back to work. Yeah. Slowly but surely. It's uh. See, see, Nexus Core recorded a Graham Grace versus Favre Neil video, so now we have to. I guess we do. I. Uh, I finished Graham Grace. I like it so far. Um, I uh, I took it to locals with reasonably uh, good results, and um, I know I know we uh, put that tweet out about like the whole thing where I will put a deck you know deck profile out, and then I just end up changing stuff um, mm-hmm. because okay. Part of the reason that that ends up happening is I will meet other players of whatever, you know, whatever deck and then just be like, oh, that's not a bad idea. And then you you kind of cop their style a little bit. It's like 60% that and then 40% is getting frustrated with like something happening too much, uh, you know. Right. Breaking or, you know, you get too many copies of like... The, it happened to me multiple times where I just ended up with multiple persona rides of whatever thing I'm playing over and over. And it's something where like, you're obviously not going to run less copies of your main ride, you know, your main grade three, but it, it's still like a frustrating problem. Right. That, that like, I wish there was a, you know, mm-hmm. draw to put something back, like just something. Uh, It's a very first world problem to have. Just draw better, five head. True. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's that, or like just never drawing your PGs. And like, that's just, I, I guess, part of the format where you just see less cards. And... Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess that. I, I didn't really have uh, much else I know. We are just sort of futzing about. Uh, this episode definitely doesn't have a lot of it. Or, I mean, the problem with these reveals is that they're incomplete. I can't make a full judgment on either of these decks until we actually know what they do. Right, right, exactly. Which means that I think the best thing to do is to try and catalog... Oh, wait, we're releasing this episode. Uh, Try and catalog uh, our feelings without all the information versus when we do have all the information. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess just uh, make a note of whatever this ends up being. Um, And when we we have all the the spiel, then then we can have a more um, complete analysis. 
I have a dumb question to ask Root Beer that's completely unrelated. Sure. Root Beer, have you played Backpack Battles? I have not. Okay. That's all I wanted to ask. Okay, so imagine... Imagine for a second that... um, How to say... Basically, it's a game where it's like a inventory management game where you fight. It. Have you played Super Auto Pets, Alice? Super Auto what? Super Auto Pets. No. Basically, you buy animals that are just like fucking emojis, and they have like abilities, and you build a team, and you fight people, and you can either win ten times or lose five times, and once that, you runs over. Okay. The point Sounds is like a combo between like Neopets and Pokemon. A little bit. Uh yeah, kinda. <laughs> okay. Uh, basically, um, you do that, and then, what am I saying here? Sorry. One you second. do realize you're talking to the king of brain fog over there. <laughs> Please. Uh, uh yeah. So, you, it, so it's like that, except it's an inventory management game, and you have a bunch of items that do shit. Okay. It's pretty fucking funny. I'm guessing Unsure. like cartoony, right? Um, yeah, I guess you'd call it cartoony, but it's 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 pretty it's pretty amusing. I I think I think it's I think it's pretty good. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, where do you play it? Uh, you, it's on um, it's on Steam. At least that's what I'm playing. I think it's also a browser game or something. Okay, I could be wrong about that, but it's something of the sort. Nice. I mean, like. My uh, my friend Dan, who Rupert, you'll you'll get to meet him at the at the wedding. Now um, you might you could if you were coming. Uh, he's um, he's going to a regional for Pokemon, so I've been like his punching bag on Showdown these past oh, few nice. weeks. Yeah, um, he's like, all right, I gotta I gotta try this out for VGC, and like all I know about VGC is watching PokeTubers, so I've just been copying their teams and like trying to mm. do better. So he, <laughs> he he like knows what he'll probably be up against, and I don't know. It, it's uh, not the worst thing in the world, but um, just make a weird ass team that he'll never expect. Yeah, Cram Cramorant uh, still swap with someone. Guess <laughs> um, we'll have to see. Um, but. Uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed this uh, little half half a dive uh, dive into the shallow end for um, Shiranui and Luart. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks Darren Cole, Josh, Jeremy, Jr. Ali, ten dollar patrons. If you want to be mentioned at the end of the episode and get your stuff a day early, uh, Patreon.com/slash/Nexus at night, ten bucks a month. Uh, or if you just want a bonus show every uh, every Monday. Uh, with Rupier and I talking about all the stuff we don't get to talk about on this show, uh, that's five bucks a month, a cup of coffee. Or if you want to just join the Discord and hang out with us, dollar. It's a single dollar. Dang, um, dang indeed. Uh, you can also follow us at Nexus at Night on Twitter, Instagram, and all those other uh, stupid places. How about the rest of us? You can find me on Twitter at Wiggums 2 gs 2 zs You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Find me at Atlas Novak, Twitter, Instagram, and all the TikTok and all the other places. Or you can check out my other podcast, uh, Generation Dan, at Generation Dan, wherever you find your podcast and all those other places. So thanks, everybody, for listening. 
And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.